welcome back to the Oral Health Podcast. So because today is a World Bipolar Day and there are a few different links between bipolar and oral health conditions, um, we're going to have a little bit of a chat about it, but I will put a lot more information about bipolar and the studies that we're referencing in the description of the podcast. Karen is here with me, as always. How are you doing, Karen? Morning. Yes, I'm very well. Thank you. You? Yeah, good, 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 good. The sun's out, which is just lovely. And very <laughs> Spring rare. Spring is here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so bipolar, if you're not aware, it's a mood disorder. Um, so generally characterised by large highs and large lows, um, whether that is over a long period of time or more frequent um, changes in mood. But hyper mania and depression periods flipping between the two fairly often for a long period of time is how it's categorized and diagnosed now different things come with it so you can have a higher risk of things like bruxism and dry mouth rates because a lot of the medications used to treat bipolar conditions are known for causing dry mouth so i guess the first thing i wanted to ask you karen is where if your medication is going to cause dry mouth and it's not possible to request a different one because quite often the one that you're put on is the only one that works so what can you do yourself to try and combat that just being a little bit more aware that it's going to happen yeah i mean there are the hundreds of different medications for lots of different um complaints that um cause dry mouth it is a really really common problem um, and if you do notice that your mouth is drier than normal, that you're kind of feeling a little bit, you know, where your tongue feels like it's not moving as as uh, well as it could do, and you feel like you need more lubrication, it's probably a side effect of um, the the drugs that you're taking to um, keep your bipolar um, under control. Like well managed, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, you can't stop taking your medication. So we need to make adjustments to make your mouth more comfortable. Now, there are things available over the counter. So speak to your dentist, speak to your pharmacist. Lots and lots of different um, preparations. So you can do it in lots of different ways. So some people prefer um, a gel when they wake up in the morning because it's particularly bad in the morning Mm -hmm. because our our natural saliva flow reduces by about 50% overnight anyway when you're asleep. So if you already are coming from a, a a low saliva point, then it's going to be even worse. So your mouth will be quite uncomfortable when you wake up. So, um, so as I say, some people like a gel in the morning. There is a toothpaste that you can brush your teeth with that encourages the, the saliva flow. Um, there are mouthwashes, lots of different things. So you might need to use... Um, sort of a couple of them at different times in the day so for example if you're out during the day you may want to pop a bit of um, the um, dry mouth chewing gum in your mouth which makes your mouth um, moister and and more comfortable they do like little tablets that you can suck as well which will produce more so just finding what works for you and kind of almost making a little diary of when your mouth feels worse and it's probably um you know if you're out socializing and you're talking quite a lot that will dry your mouth out so you might want to have something that's quite discreet that you know you can just pop in your mouth and um your mouth will feel more comfortable 
Um, I mean, saliva is very, very important for oral health. It um, neutralises the plaque acids that are produced when we have anything with uh, with sugar or can be broken down into sugar. So the, uh, people with a dry mouth are more susceptible to uh, dental decay. So it's important to remember. So when you speak to your dentist, obviously you, you will, they, they will ask you for a full medical history and the, the tablets that you're taking, etc., mention to the dentist that you are um, having a dry mouth and they may want to put you on a, a high fluoride toothpaste to try and combat the um, the lack of saliva and make your teeth as strong as they possibly can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And um, I know it might not feel relevant to declare stuff like mental health conditions when a dentist is asking for medical history because... I know I've been there and thought, well, that's got absolutely nothing to do with my teeth, so why on earth am I going to declare that? But actually now knowing a little bit more about how it's linked to everything, it's it's always relevant. And you could even just put, I'm on medication that has a dry mouth listed as a symptom. Yeah. If you don't want to go into the nuts and bolts of your mental health condition, is that fair to say? It is, but I mean, I think each every mental health condition, every condition that that we could possibly be, you know, uh, have have um, you know, sort of a systemic condition, wherever it it does have a bearing on your teeth, and it has a slightly different bearing to um, as we said before. Certainly people with bipolar do tend to clench and grind their teeth yeah. more. So more than people that are perhaps um, have an, another mental health condition. So it is important because if you say to the dentist, you know, I, I have I have bipolar, they will know what to look for. So they're mm-hmm. looking for unnatural wear on your teeth, basically. So if you are clenching and grinding your teeth... Um, some of the the signs that the dentist would see would be flattening cusps. So, if you imagine your your molar tooth has got four corners, so you've got four sticky up bits. Um, if you are grinding your teeth, they won't have points anymore. They will keep getting flatter and flatter. So, the dentist can see the wear patterns there. Also, you may find that you break teeth more mm. often than um, is for an average person. So. You may be going to the dentist and saying, oh, this piece of tooth has come off and all this filling's come out. And it could be because you're clenching or grinding. So you're putting your teeth under more pressure than um, than they would be normally. So there are things that can be done for that as well. So the dentist um, can make you a, a, a night guard mm-hmm. to wear so that it will stop. Some of them stop the grinding. Some of them allow you to grind but protect the teeth so it might be a bit of um, a juggling act trying to find which one is right for you and it could even be a referral to a maxillofacial specialist to have a look at the way that your jaws are coming together mm-hmm. when you're actually grinding and um, you know grinding doesn't just affect your teeth you will get facial pain headaches it can even be backache and into your shoulders because you will hold yourself differently so when you um I've a dry mouth. Um, <laughs> when you um, when you get up in the morning, especially because you grind at night because you don't know you're doing it. So you can either ask a, a partner uh, because they will hear it because it is if if you've it's ever not slept, a nice sound. It, it's like yeah. somebody running their nails down a blackboard. It's really horrible. Um, 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you wake up in the morning, you may find that you've been prodded half the night, but also where you you'll feel tenderness around the where the ear opens. If you put your finger just in front of the ear opening and open and close your mouth, you will feel the actual jaw joint moving. So that's your temporomandibular joint. And if there's pain there, you pretty much know that you are grinding. And the muscles in your face as well will be tender. So going up, as I say, into a a sort of a tension headache. But uh, like I say, you know, look at your posture as well, because sometimes if you are grinding, it can have a knock-on effect to the whole of the rest of, you know, your body not being held straight. So grinding on the surface of it might look like it's just an annoying thing to do but there are other sort of knock-ons that have so if you do find you're doing that I think it's really important that you have a chat with your dentist don't buy something online because it's not made for your mouth Mm -hmm. it could do more more harm than good so as I say may even be a referral to a specialist which uh, will help you to um, minimise the damage and minimise the pain because it can be quite painful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I know um, more anecdotally than, than what I've sort of read, for me, I know I bite the inside of my mouth a lot and bite my tongue when mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it, it, rather than grind my teeth, that's kind of my Cheek thing. biting is very, very common yeah. and it's another thing that your dentist will see immediately when you yeah. open your mouth because you almost have a callus yeah. stripe along the inside of your cheek mm-hmm. so if you're doing it and you have a look inside you'll see a white line you where can it's... feel it as well when mm. you push your tongue along it and I think there's always times that we're going to be more more pressured than others mm-hmm. and feel more tense and everybody has an outlet really I mean some people bite their nails some people chew their cheeks some people grind their teeth you know some people do you know all sorts of very you know things that w- will bring them down and you know, if you, you can learn those kind of um, pressure releases, that uh, that's probably something that your doctor would want to do, be able to help yeah. you with, you know, trying to manage your condition. Society kind of talk about how mental health shows up in lots of mm. other areas of the body, like anxiety in the stomach have quite an interesting yeah. link because you, your stomach gets tense and the butterflies, quote unquote, and blah, blah, blah. But actually, yeah, your mouth shows a lot of signs mm, that it get does. overlooked initially it does yeah Yeah. but your dentist can see a lot of things by your mouth and the more information you can give your your um dentist about your medical history and the things that happen for you the better position they are to help you um i mean they're not there to judge you i mean they're not there to go oh have a look what's on this medical history and no they, they they are there to you know do the best for you so the more information that you can give them and the more background on what you actually find that you're doing. Um, but dry mouth is a quite a, a funny one, really, because when you're at the dentist and they put lots of things in your mouth, you produce more saliva, so your mouth tends to not look as dry as it normally is, mm-hmm. so it can be masked sometimes. So it is important to just say to your dentist, I do get a bit of dry mouth. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest? Yeah. Um, as I say, all, all your your pharmacist will be able to do it. They're all available over the counter. They're not. Mm-hmm. They don't tend to be prescription only. Only if you're looking at um, like really heavy duty stuff. Yeah, full full replacement saliva, which you'd probably only need if you'd had um, head and neck 
radiotherapy. Mm-hmm. So um, we're not in the realms of that. So yeah. you probably over the counter would be absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just to bring it up to a close, there's lots of things that we are not able to talk about because it's not in our realm of expertise and I am going to put more information in the description of the podcast if you want to go and have a read of it um and you know if you've got any coping mechanisms that you use to like help stop grinding or help get rid of dry mouth then feel free to share them um because you know often coming from another person it sounds better than coming from a dentist or or like someone like ourselves we can only go on sort of anecdotal things and things that we've picked up over the years of working in dentistry so we're by no means experts on mental health or Mm -hmm. any of these conditions so we can just say what what we can notice um from seeing patients that that uh you know perhaps have bipolar but uh you know that's not something that we are experts on so we just Mm -hmm. know (laughs) we're just teeth (laughs) teeth and mouths so yes i'll link all of that in the description when we talk about mental health more generally we can talk a little bit more about this um i'm sure in the future we'll touch on it again but um yeah further readings there if you want it and if not we'll be back next time with a slightly more cheerful topic (laughs) well it is spring (laughs) it is spring never know (laughs) 